source for all that is fitness, Ontario Muscle. Subscribe. Hey everybody, welcome back to the second episode of the Ontario Muscle Podcast where we bring local Ontario athletes and brands to you. Uh, we're here tonight in our second episode with a special guest, Nick Augustine. I want to say hi to the folks, Nick. Hello, man. All right. It's a pleasure to have you here, man. We're really happy that you were able to come on. Uh, we've never actually met before. I have seen you in person. Uh, I stood behind you at the Toronto Pro Show last summer at the Expo, and you were speaking to some people. And I didn't want—I didn't want to interrupt, but you are a giant of a man. <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah. About a, six, you're about six foot ten. Yeah, six four. Yeah, I'm much taller than everyone else. Yeah, yeah, you're—you're yeah, you're absolutely beastly. So uh, let's get into some background information. People like to kind of know where people come from and whatnot. And I like to ask sort of, so you're in Toronto now, but where did you come from? Where did you grow up and things like that? Yeah, man, grew up in uh, Mississauga. Just um, played football for most of my life down there and got a couple scholarships that way and okay. ended up moving to, oh. to Toronto and then ended up through dating, figuring out what bodybuilding was and realized I grew up. Oh, okay. I thought, so I just kept going with it. So why not? So, yeah, still, well, I mean... So you played football in was that high school and then collegiate? Yeah, I played I played high school football and ended up playing uh, varsity football. Oh wow! Received, uh, I actually received all this like every single CIS, so that's the Canadian University. Um, right. I, every scholarship that was available, wow. and that's... I turned it down. You turned it down? Yeah, I just realized I just thought it wasn't for me. You know, like it was cool okay. and all. I thought it was fun, yeah, but sure. Then I, of course, you know, you're kind of doing it for like the girls and just to look cool and stuff. And then they handed me a book that was thick and they're like, here you go, man, go study that. I'm like, nah, I'm cool. Like, it's all right. I'll pass. And yeah, I've now, yeah, I'm like, was it a mistake? Yeah, I think it was. But in the end, it taught me a lot. But that's where my business got me. Wow. That's pretty amazing, man. And so instead of going into collegiate or university, where did you go from there? I actually went to school for uh, sound engineering. Hmm, fascinating. Realized there's zero money in it. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> honestly, like, my, my parents own a, uh, they own a, a uh, they own a, a couple of different contracting companies. So I, I okay. run, run a couple of their sites for them still. And, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, it's good to do, it, you know, it, you got the money there, so, like, it pays well. So I have that, and that's bodybuilding and whatnot, so. Right. So talk about the, the contracting sites. You're talking about sort of general construction contract sites, that kind of thing, or? Yeah, they're, they do a lot of, um, like, a, lo a lot of uh, waterproofing. So oh, okay. you're getting dirty. And so you're a big uh, mountain of a man. So when what Nick says goes, or? Oh, no, they, they all like <laughs> me there. Yeah, I'm, the, I'm the, like, people don't realize being this big, you, you can't do much. Oh, like, just just catch me, right? Catch me. Yeah, I can't. I can't do anything. So it's like I try to work, and I have these little skinny dudes out working me, and, the, and I'm here huffing and puffing and sweating. Like, yeah, it's, it's bad, it's, eh? But you know, it pays the bills. It's it's good. And like, oh, absolutely. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, that's it, right? And you're at the stage in your bodybuilding career, and and I don't know how far you want to take this uh, career-wise, but where you got to have something to support what you want to do. So uh, you, you know, to get it, you can't sit on your ass with this one, man. You gotta. You gotta make money. If you think you're gonna sit in your house and just scoop up a huge contract, you're dreaming, man. That money yeah. ain't more. You well, yeah. Money in the sport. When people say there's no money in the sport, I laugh at them. I was like, there definitely is. Right. Really, well, you just gotta go get it. Well, that's just it. You gotta go get it yourself. Uh, you know, you got a good outlook on it, and, and you're willing to support it in whatever means necessary. And that's exactly the drive you need to do it. Um, but before you kind of got into bodybuilding, like. Let's go back. When you played football, you must have had quite a build for that. Like, what what position did you play in football? I was a receiving tight end, so I was. Uh, okay. I, I got far because for my size, I was able to run. Like, I I could, I could move. Well, not anymore, but yeah, I was I was able to move at that time. I weighed about maybe two forty. Fast. Yeah, two forty. I was I was pretty quick. Right. We got a bit of a. Yeah, you're cutting in and out there. Your internet connection is probably not that great. Yeah, uh, 
Yeah, it seems decent here, but yeah, you know, let's pull some stuff off this wide. Oh, in football, the builds, did that leave you being more inclined to bodybuild? Yeah, you know what? I, I went to the gym and um, I I didn't really know what I was doing. I was I didn't even know I was there to be completely honest with you. Like my buddy just dragged me in there one day and I just started to grow okay. quick. Like real quick. Okay. So I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. Like I'd look like you show me like bodybuilding pictures. I'm like, that's disgusting. I'm like, why would you want to look like that? And um really? Yeah, it it I just kept going and it just bigger and bigger and bigger and I never I didn't even know what supplements were. I didn't use anything, like nothing. Not even like a protein powder. Wow. And I barely ate wow. too. So Well you definitely got the genetics for for it. Yeah, you know, I I preach that a lot on Instagram, like genetics are everything here. You can work as hard as you want, but genetics yeah, well, that's what's gonna get you there at the end. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's an element of hard work that can get you a lot of places, but, you know, when, when, when genetically gifted people work hard, it's kind of hard to keep up with that. Um, yeah. And you can tell you're genetically gifted. You I mean, you've got the size, you've got the shape, you've got the small waist, you've got the wide shoulders, um, you've got the easy growth, as you said, so you're on a good path. And, I mean, you've got a good base to stand on, which is, which is good. Um, is there anyone, like, whose physique you admire that you, like, try and emulate? Um, I, I really just look, look at the... Uh the taller guys like like dennis wolf uh cedric uh, that, mm. that's pretty much it for me because it's right. like bodybuilding was cool until like i ran into like roly winkler one day on a street corner i'm like oh this dude's like four feet tall I'm like that's not impressive like yeah he's cool like i'm not gonna sit here and trash the dude he's, he's awesome like the guy's big but when you're my height you look down right. and you're like all right man <laughs> well you probably look down at most people yeah, most people, yeah. I get all freaked out when I see someone Well, in the Yeah, that's that's probably really pretty hard for you to do, find someone taller. I seriously remember standing behind you in my head. Like, and I'm 5'11", but my top of my head was, like, just up to your lower neck. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. way up there. Which, you know, can be good and bad. So, you know, do you find that disadvantageous uh, when it comes to training and, and physique building and whatnot because of your height? Huge, huge. Like, both training, like... When it comes to training, I can't, I, I'm not going to, you're not going to catch me doing multiple sets of back squats. Like, it's not going to happen. My lower back won't hold up. It, it just, right, for sure. You know, it just gets filled up with blood and fluid, and that's it. It's over. And when yeah, it comes yeah. on stage, it's like, you can put some, you can put a dude who's like 5'9", yeah. same as me. Yeah. He's going to make me look like a swimmer, you know? Sure, absolutely. What are you wearing? Uh, right now or right now uh, right now i'm about two 280 wow and your yeah. competition weight just in nationals how was that oh dude i pulled so hard i i pulled a lot of water out. i remember the last time i checked the scale it was about 242 wow and like wow. i think i went a little too far with with the uh the water yeah yeah i pulled so overdrive well, yeah, I was pushing for conditioning. You know, like that was yeah. it because you know, that's what they said they wanted, so I gave it to them. And in the yeah. end, uh, they went with the um, guys. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, what did you end up in? Was it fifth? Yeah, I got fifth. Yeah, fifth place in 2019. Yeah, okay. But still, I mean, on the national level, I mean, it's easy to say, you know, oh, geez, you know, I just came fifth. But you know, fifth on the nationals, that's you can't be too upset about that. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not upset at all. You know, it's like I, I I'm upset about a few things about the show, but not not how yeah. I looked. I was very happy with how I looked. Good. You know, I learned a lot. Yeah. This is the first prep that I pretty much I ran about ninety percent of it myself. Okay, I was gonna ask. So, yeah. So you ran your prep yourself. Um, how was that? Uh, like, how did you find to be able to look at yourself objectively and then make changes as necessary without? Kind of getting that clouded vision that we tend to get when we look at ourselves. Oh, dude, I I had it the entire time. I was going nuts. Like it it was it was something that it was um it was easier but harder at the same time, because I was constantly thinking I needed to go harder and harder. Right. Like, right. When it came to diet. Right. Like I pulled a lot of food. Like I when I tell you I barely ate compared to my last prep. Right. I, think I ate about half the amount. It, it was it was nothing. Wow. So I went low for weeks and weeks and weeks. So I suffered for this one, like, hard. 
So did you bring in a coach to, to bring you in or because you said you did most of it yourself. What's the most of it? What didn't you do? Um, so I work with um, Adam Hedlund from. OK, yeah. Yeah, he's a good newfie boy. Oh, man, he's he's the best coach I, I could ask for. I, I have no like I'm staying loyal to that dude, man. Um, mm-hmm. But I was like, I remember I started the prep early. So I started about 20, about 20 weeks out. Just try to get in shape a little bit. I got, I got, I got fat. Like, <laughs> so I was like, let's just, let's just clean it up a bit. You know, look good for summer. And yeah. like, most people that watch my stuff on Instagram know that I like to party. I like to go out. Right. Okay. So yeah. I want to look good. I'm like, well, let's, let's clean it up. And then that kind of just went to full blown prep mode uh. quick. And, um, cause Adam doesn't like to prep. He doesn't want me dieting any longer than like 12 weeks. Oh, so wow. sufferers prep. Yeah, he yeah he he just refused. He's like, man, no, like he won't send me anything. Hmm. And, um, so I, I did most of it myself. I said, listen, I'm gonna bring you in around ten weeks out. Okay. I got ten weeks. I'm like, things are working pretty good. I'm like, let's let's keep it going. I'm like, I'll bring you in at six weeks. Still, okay. no. He's like, he, he's like, man, like I want to jump in. But he's like, this is looking good. He's like, keep it going. So I said, okay. two weeks out, it's yours because I like. I can peak I, when it comes to peaking people and kind of dialing them in. Right. Um, that's my sweet spot for me. Right. It comes to me. I don't know what the hell I'm looking at at that point. I'm going crazy. You know, mm. fat two days out. So yeah. I let him take over, and um, about a week and a half out, he he took everything. Yeah, kind of a week and a half, two weeks out. You're not really in a mental state to kind of be making any hardcore decisions anyway. Um, but I mean, he brought you in well. I thought you looked good. I thought you were probably a bit better than fifth place, but yeah, um, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, all, you know, wise conditioning wise, I I could easily say, and it, it's not just me. Like I'm not blind. I know what I'm looking at. I was right. easily the hardest dude up there in my yeah class, for sure in yeah. my class. I wasn't the biggest, and I knew that. But this is bodybuilding. You know, conditioning is big. Like you, you yeah. can't. That. I remember. I'm not gonna say any names, but one of the guys in my class. Um, the only guy I was really worried about, he's big. You probably have an idea who he is. Yeah. I, I was standing in the tanning booth and of course he walked by and I looked down and I said, I checked his glutes. I said, got him. Yeah. Right away. I was like, yeah, I'm not worried anymore. And then we got up there and man, they favored the big dudes. They weren't, they weren't in great shape. They were like everyone was in decently good shape, but nothing was like, you weren't blown away by it. Mm-hmm. And they, I figured they'd kind of sneak me in with my shape and my conditioning, but right. no, they, I, they went for the bigger dudes, and you know that's fine, it's okay. You know, and fine. I was listening to Fuad's uh, conversation this morning with Cedric, and he says, you know, you got to go after the look that is you, and then wait your turn. Yeah. Um, you know, and you were going trying to chase what the judges want, but you got to chase who you are. Yeah. And you know what? You're you're on stage at from six foot four and two hundred and forty pounds. Well, there's going to be a guy there who's five foot eleven and two hundred and forty pounds, exactly. and and it's it's a completely different physique, right? But you know what? Uh, they're starting to move more towards the aesthetic favoritism, and I think you know what? That's what you've got, and you need to hold on to that. Don't don't chase the numbers. Uh, you know, it was Cedric had said again this morning. He said, "Who told Flex Wheeler that he needed to get bigger?" And 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 he did it and ruined himself. So, you know, you need to chase who you are and, and don't worry about what the judges and you bring the package that you think is best. Um, yep. And I think you look really great this year. You're absolutely right. Conditioned and, and hard as nails. Um, but, you know, the judges go the way they go and it is what it is. But so so what, what's your plan now? What, what are you going to do next? Your top five. So that's that's requalify, right? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm cool. Yeah, everything everything's good. I, I actually had Ottawa lined up just to because it was like two weeks after. I was like, hey, we're just going to go to Ottawa and then. I was backstage and they're like, no, nah, you, like, you're good. Like, you're set. Yeah. Really? Okay, yeah. cool. But I, I think um, this is probably it for me in Canada because really? I, I was really disappointed at how the show was run. I, it, oh. it, I, it's not my placing. I'm cool with my placing. You know? I, I feel I deserve that placing. I'm not right. sitting here complaining, oh, I should have won this. That. No, no, I shouldn't have won. Like, I really shouldn't. And even if I won by class, I would have got smoked by one of the heavyweights. Like, those dudes were in shape, man. They, they were good. Right. But um, honestly, we were up there, and there's the, the judges were out to lunch. Like, I'm sorry, like you didn't. We're even looking at, at one point. Not one of them was looking at us, and we all noticed it. We all were just like, "What?" They made us hold the ab and thigh for like 20 seconds. I was like, "Are you kidding me? Come on!" That's a long time. Yeah, and like we're all looking at each other, like, 
Like, are you gonna let off? Because I'm about to. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't want to be the first one to let go, eh? Yeah, and then I, I'm I'm not sure if you noticed, but I made a post that they completely botched my posing routine. Yeah, I saw that quite some time. Yeah. It's because they messed up my placing. So I'm backstage getting ready to go pose for for um, the Saturday night show. Right. And remember Benoit? He was back there. He's like, "No, nah, dude, stand yeah. over here." Oh, I'm like, "Why? I'm like, why am I going to stand over there?" I'm like, the. He's like, no, you're going up for the pose down. I'm like, what? Hmm. Are you kidding me, man? So he says, I go up there for a pose down. There was, I think there was about three dudes who didn't even show up for final. So it was me and him up there, me and this other dude. And as soon as I get off stage, I'm livid. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, need, like I had like four or five people trying to calm me down. I was like, what is going on here? Wow. And um, Benoit and my coach come over and go, no, 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 you're going to pose. He's like, no, you're top five, man. You're cool. I was like, no, I'm done. I don't want to, like, I'm done. I'm over this. Like, this, I'm pissed off from yeah. the judges looking and then sending me up there. I'm like, I felt like an idiot, you know? Right, right. So they go, no, you're going to pose. So I said, fine, whatever. They convinced me to go up. They said, you're going to go last. So I'm standing at the back of the lineup. What do I hear? Hear my music. One. No. I'm like, no, no, I'm not going out there. I'm like, I'm supposed oh. to. Like, I, I don't care. So the guy at the gate, he's just like, go. My oh cool so here we go we're gonna wing it so I made up a routine on the spot with like forty seconds left of it so it, it is what it is and you know what the funny thing is the um, whoever was on the microphone as I walked up there he goes well let's see what he can do there <laughs> that I'm winging this cool so I, it was kind of nice that kind of everybody knew that so right yeah and you I'm, I'm sure you went you winged it pretty good. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a pretty good poser, I'd say. So I, I made it work, but it's still not really what I wanted. So you think you're going to go down and do some NPC stuff? Um, yeah, you know, going to be a resident. You got to be a resident of the U.S. to compete in the NPC. No, not anymore. Oh, I, and I heard about that, but I hadn't followed up. So, so tell me what your plan is there. Yeah, so every like since that whole merge of like the CPA and uh, NPC, right. right. We're free to go down. I just can't do their nationals, right? And they can't do our nationals. Oh, that's it. That's right. Okay, okay, okay. I'm not, I had no desire to do their nationals. That is a big show, man. You got some heavy. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I'm going to do, I'm going to do North Americans. Okay, that's a pretty deep show. Yeah, but you know what? They, they, from what I've noticed, they favor the taller guys there. Well, you know what? And and Canadians have done all right down in in the nationals. I mean, Adam Rice from London has been climbing up the ranks every year down there. So the opportunity exists for sure. And there's a heck of a lot. Well, they're increasing now, but there's a heck of a lot more pro cards to go after. And that's is that the goal? Your pro card? Oh, of course, yeah, of course. Okay. You know, and like I I never wanted anything the easy way. Like like a few people knew that I was going to try and sneak into classic. And then, okay. I think the weight cutoff was two forty-five for my height, and yeah, yeah. could have made it. And I remember I, my coach was just like, "Listen, so like, what are we doing?" And I'm like, "Nah, I don't want it that way." I'm like, "Let's be real. I know it would be. I I probably would have got it that way, like a hundred percent. My shape would have carried me right through with that, and I would have right. been one of the bigger dudes up there. Absolutely, um, while making weight. But I said, I'm like." You know what? The day I get that pro card, I want to be up there, and I want to, I want to have a moment up there. I don't want to be like, yeah, I knew I was getting it, right? So, right. I'm just gonna well, out and uh, I'm a bodybuilder. I'm keeping it there. All right. Well, I mean, that's good. Stay true to your calling and your class. A lot of guys have jumped over to classic. A lot of guys have jumped over to classic that should be in classic. Oh, for sure. Um, and a lot of guys kind of give it a try, right, and kind of see if if that's where they'll be, but. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're a bodybuilder through and through. I think you're very uh, um, classic style bodybuilder shape and whatnot. Yeah. And, and absolutely stick with that. So you're going to do uh, uh, an NPC show. You're going to start in there. You're going to do North Americans. Um, how are you going to change how you prep for that versus how you prep this time? Would you bring Adam in earlier uh, oh, or, would you, or would you do it yourself? Yeah, I'm going to bring Adam in because I, I just keep having this need to push, push, push and pull more food and, like, suffer hard. Like, mm-hmm. Adam likes to feed me a little more, and the guy gets me in great shape. Like, I have yeah, no sure. chance there. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm going to let him take over. Like, near the end of the offseason, just the goal is to get the food up high in the offseason so we don't have to kill me on the way down. 
Okay, so let's let's talk about the off season now. So you're in off season. Are you following an off season plan, or are you just kind of living life? No, I'm kind of, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's my problem. That's where I screw up every year. I I, just... Do I hear Sam laughing in the background? Oh my god, maybe. Yeah, she's. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's the. Uh, that's that's the hard part of the. Uh, for for me is doing my doing my off season staying focused because as soon as I'm done I'm like we want to have some fun like come on you know I've been dieting for so long it's like I want to go right. out and you know going out and you realize you start skipping meals and then I start eating once a day and, and yeah it just falls apart and I, I I don't gain any muscle in the off season none right and so nice. all of all of my current progress came from pre contest wow I don't so you really to grow. You, felt you, you grew into the show you found? Oh, every time. Yeah, every time because I piss away my off-season. Yeah. So every, uh, what are we going to do to not piss away that off-season this time? Staying focused this time. Let me tell you, I don't want to feel outsized like that ever again. Yeah, it's it's tough tough gig, man, to come down from super super size to, to stage size uh, if you've gotten too far. Uh, doing myself, I know, I know I'm in pre-prep now before I can even start prep in, in January to try and get less fat first, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you like to have a good time. What uh, what do you like to have a good time doing? Oh, man, we're going to, like, two-day festivals and just... Okay, like, yeah, yeah. Super. Going off of, like, two meals for, like, a whole weekend. <laughs> like, it, it gets it gets gross. So, so all, all the things that they say you don't do as a bodybuilder. The thing you shouldn't do, I pretty much do, yeah. <laughs> so it's like... <laughs> I, 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 hear, I hear that laugh in the background. She's laughing at you. <laughs> I can Sam, she can stick her head in there anytime. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I need to just like I, I, I feel like I need to be like locked in a house with like a gym just twenty four seven so I can stay focused. Like I'm one of those guys. It's it's hard for me to like I'm either on hundred percent or I'm off. It's oh yeah. It's yeah. hard for me to kind of mix them. Yeah, you know, I I think it might have been Fuad that said as well. I'm hundred percent in or I'm hundred percent out. Yeah, that, that's my issue. Big time. That's it. So, okay, you're going to try and maintain. Uh, it, okay, if you are maintaining a structured off-season right now, what would your meal plan look like on a day-to-day basis? Like, what kind of calories are you consuming? How many meals are you taking in? Um, do you concentrate on that? Like, what would that look like for you? Um, I, my, my meals, I, I keep them, like, all my protein portions are always around the same. I keep them, for, like, keep it normal. For my size, I should probably eat more. I keep anywhere from six to eight ounces of protein per meal. Right. And um, depending on a few other things, that's where my carbs kind of come in. But it's usually structured around my workout. Okay. And, and yeah, because I'm not, I don't eat much. I don't like to eat much. Hmm. I, I, I really don't like it. So it's, I'm force feeding myself. And, Unless it's a pizza or something. But even that, I'm even at this really? point, it's like, I don't really care. You know, so it's, but yeah, I try to, I, I've been trying to slow down the binging lately. Yeah, it's what it, the day I really couldn't care less. It's like at night I started like lurking around the kitchen. Like I did buy all this stuff. I should have a little. So oh, maybe just not not buy it. Maybe that's what we need to do. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't. But that keeps me busy. I, like during my preps, I'll just roam around the grocery store for like an hour. Really? I'm, oh yeah. It just I just roam around and buy stuff that I know I won't even eat later. But <laughs> I, do, I, I do that a lot. I mean, I, I'm with you. I love a grocery store, and I love to walk around and look at all the things that I could have, but I don't know that I would kind of it's, – it's like kind of loading the gun if you buy it and put it in your house. You know, you're, you're going to be tempted to eat it. How do you ref, how do you restrain yourself during prep? Oh, pre- oh, it's simple. Easy. I, I, I can't cheat on my diet because I um, – it'll I'll stay up all night. I'll think about it for days. I'll, it's just not worth it for me. You know, right. oh, sure, I can eat something. Yeah. And then what? You you swallow it. It's gone. It's over. Yeah, you can't do anything about it. You know, it, like that's it. It's so it, it doesn't really do anything for me. I remember one year, I my coach at the time gave me gave me a high day, and I ate the same meal twice, and I freaked out. It was like a cup of rice over. Okay, that's nothing. Like who cares? Right. Yeah. Freaked out. I did like forty minutes of like crazy like hit on the stair mill, and I, I looked like a complete psycho. You you would think I was crazy. But, so we need to bring that mentality into the off season. Yes. And take exactly. your off season as seriously as you take your prep. Yes. <laughs> the biggest thing is I'm just worried that I'm gonna like I'm I'm gonna go hard during the off season and when it comes time to diet, I'm just gonna be mentally burnt out. 
Yeah, I, I guess you're right. But your offseason can be structured so that it's got some fun in it, too. Yeah, for sure. It's just the force feeding because I, I don't like to eat. You know, I, I hate really eating. That's tough, man. So how do you get around that? How do you make yourself eat? Just force feed or any tricks? I just try to just – I'll go, like, no carb for most of my meals if I can just to get it in and, like – and try, I'm trying to keep a lot more cardio in this off season. Okay. Okay. And what's your training look like now? How are you, what kind of training are you doing? Oh man. I usually train like, like just terrible. Like my training is so light. Like my coach makes, like he laughs at me. He posts videos of me training. He's like, look, look what this guy's moving. Like look at the amount of weight he's moving. It's nothing. I'll do like biceps with like twenties. Okay. I, I don't need heavy weights. It just doesn't do anything for me, but just give me aches and pains. Really? So I usually train like high rep, low, low weight. Okay. But and volume, like lots of exercises? No, I'll do like 15 sets max. Like that's it. Like I, I'm, I don't need to go in there and just completely destroy myself. Like yeah. the food is my issue. Like, tr- like my training, like that style of training works for me. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's but, great. I mean, it sounds like Dexter Jackson, right? And yeah. his, his motto is do as least amount possible to grow the most amount possible. Exactly what I've been saying. So why lift any more than 20 pounds if you don't need to leave? I wish I was like that. That would be fantastic. But So why change it, you know? No, absolutely. Yeah, You know what? And so what do you think of that? I mean, there's a, a, tend, a trend with the young guys, especially young people, to try and go in and literally, you know, take a shotgun to themselves in the gym so they're destroyed. Uh, and if there's, they're not crippled sore the next day, they don't feel like they've done enough. What do you, you know, you think, you think overtraining is, is a big thing with young kids today that are starting out? Um, now with young kids? Um, no, actually, not with young kids. I think they're just lazy as ever now. They just think that, oh, I can look like this guy in a year. Like, cause this mm. guy, well, no, you don't know what the other things he had to do behind closed doors that you'll never do. Right. So, but I find the guys that, the guys at my level right now, oh, they train freaking hard. I'm like, maybe it's a little bunch. It's a little extra. I see them like four or five days out from the show doing like two-hour workouts. I'm like, you are insane. Good luck letting your body respond to anything after that. Have fun. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, well, I mean, your work is going to be tailored to where you are in your in your progress, right? In your in your prep. I find in the gym I go to, there's a lot of young kids, and the reason why I say it is because they're all coming in. And they want to throw on two plates on the bench and three plates on the bench. And I'm like, you know, guys, you're going to hurt yourselves real fast if you're not careful what you're doing. But, yeah, yeah. maybe they're not working that hard. Some of them are working hard. Some of them are not. Um, yep. So you're more of an advocate of a high volume for yourself. Have you ever tried any other style of training? Like, what have you been and done? Like, sort of the high PR kind of weight, six to eight reps, that kind of stuff, strength? No, never, never. I, I, I think that's that's – it's not meant for bodybuilders. You're trying to build muscle. That's that's the, mm. probably the worst way to go. Like you're you're not. You need to stimulate the muscle properly in order to yeah. get anything out of it. And if you're doing like three, four reps, good luck. You know, you're not doing anything with that. Yeah, you might look cool. You might get a couple cool Instagram videos, but that's about it. That's as far as it's taking you. Yeah. So you're not you're not a PR kind of guy. No, I truly don't care. I'm not the strongest guy in the gym. I don't want to be the strongest guy in the gym. I, I just want to look good. So I do what I need to do to look good. Right? Not once has the judge ever asked me how much you bench. No, you're absolutely right. You know, it's that whole confusion between bodybuilder and weightlifter. Yeah, there's and no press on stage. No, absolutely. There's no weights on stage. You're absolutely oh. right. So let's talk about the, the current. Are you following the current bodybuilding scene? Like the Romania Pro that just happened? Any, any pros you're following? Who do, you, who do you kind of admire on the pro scene? I usually look through all of the all the current shows and stuff. Um, I see Cedric's there beating himself down and competing like crazy. I don't know how he's doing it, but the guy seems to be hanging on to it. I don't. I personally don't think he like everyone said. Oh, he looked crazy in Romania. I'm like, well, I mean, from the pictures I've seen, he didn't look crazy. He looked good. He looked really good. He's he's my favorite bodybuilder, hands down. He looked right. good enough to win, but he wasn't like. I've seen him better. Yeah, arguably, you're absolutely right. I think this shows that he's kind of better in, but I think compared to what they're looking at is how he he did in the Olympia compared to how he looked in Romania, and I think he was much better in Romania than he was in the Olympia. Yeah, and did. and Juan was much better in Romania than he was in the Olympia, and, and Regan looked really good, so. Yeah, Juan, Juan looked really... I, I thought Juan could have even taken the show. 
I, I, yeah. I, I think he could have. Um, but the Olympia for him, he came in small. I know he went through a lot during that prep. Yeah, you're right. He did his daughter and things like that. Shocked. I was shocked with how he looked. I'm like, this dude is tiny. Yeah. But like he, he turned it around. He looked, he looked crazy. He looked really good. Like Regan, yeah, Regan's got an awesome shape, man. I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of his physique, but he mm-hmm. was, he was definitely outsized there. Yeah, I think, uh, you know what? I think as a third place showing for Regan in Romania as a comeback into open, great spot. Uh, but you can tell that after going down to 225 in classic, he's got still got some size to put back on. Um, yeah. You know, but he's still only he's a kid, right? So he's still got lots of years to do that. Yeah, you know, if he keeps going the way he is, he's he's going to do some damage. Oh, absolutely. But you know what? You keep doing what you're doing, you're going to do some damage too. So, you know, sort of keep at it. Um, I was going to ask you some questions about work-life balance, but uh, I I think the balance has tipped uh, uh, towards having a good time these days. Uh, How do you, but how do you? It's hard balancing that. Like doing a physical job is brutal. Yeah. Because I don't know, like, I mean, I see other people doing just acting completely normal through the prep. I'm like, I can't function at a certain point. Okay. It's like, yeah, I complain a lot, but like, I'm dead serious. I'm like, I can't stand up properly right now, let alone go pick up some stuff and move it. Right. And so that's hard, you know, so like that, it, it, it takes away a lot from my training and, um, just daily life in general. (laughs) So when you're when you're deep in prep and uh, you're starting to get a little hard to be hard to, to deal with, um, you know, what do you do to like what kind of person are you doing during prep? Do you get salty with everyone around you, or do you get in your own head? Or no, I can't stand people that get pissed off at everyone. I'm like, listen, dude. You, first of all, you did this to yourself. Right. Second of all, we matter. What you don't get to eat? Okay. Well, you look good, so shut up. But like. <laughs> I, I just gotta keep to myself. Like if I get upset, I'm just quiet. That's how you know I'm mad when I just don't say anything. Right. And like I do my little rants on Instagram or whatever and say what I need to say, but that that's usually me doing cardio and just like I'll see someone in the gym doing something I don't like. I'm like, oh screw this person, here we go. Right? But <laughs> yeah, like right. I, I, I talk some trash, but it's it's all fun in the end. Well, you know, it is fun. And you've actually managed to amass a decent social media following. I think you're pulling up around 19,000 or so followers out there in the Instagram world anyway. Yeah. Um, how, is, how does social media impact you as a bodybuilder? In positive, negative? Uh, I can say it's the best thing that's ever happened to me and the absolute worst thing that's ever happened to me. I think it's ruined countless relationships for me. Um, but with the opportunities I've got from it is just amazing. Okay, so talk to me about the negative side of things. How has how social media ruined relationships for you? Oh, man. Uh, you, you can already assume, but, like, you, you, like, it was different for me because when I started kind of getting more attention, um, you get, like, women hitting you up. And, you know, like, sure. I was in a relationship. I'm trying to be like, okay, dude, stay straight. And um, you have these people throwing themselves at you and – it sounds bad, but you can only hold out for so long. I tried my best. I'm like, listen, I can't, I can't be doing this. And of course, you know, you fall into it sometimes, but mm-hmm. I, I learned my lesson. <laughs> yeah, it can be a, a dangerous trap. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, yeah. What about so? So, what are the good things that have come out of social media for you? I've met some real solid people. I've met people who have taught me countless things. Um, just even when it comes to um, different deals I've made with people. Okay. Everything's off there. And like Instagram's the best thing you can have. It's free, you know? It's not like back in the day you have to be in a magazine to be seen, you know? Like it's anyway, it's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm forgive me, I don't know. Are you sponsored at the moment or? Uh, with a supplement company? No. Um, okay. I don't have anyone right now. Um, I'm doing some stuff with, uh, Jed North now. Okay. Um, okay. I, I had some, some stuff with, uh, that company Muscle Mac. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah the, oh, that muscle was, Mac and cheese. Muscle cheese is my favorite thing. And like, I, they'd send me a huge box of stuff. I'm like, at first I remember I got a box. Like, what is that? Pills? I'm like, what is this? <laughs> so I opened, like, oh, this is cool. I got like crazy amounts of macaroni and cheese. I'm like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to complain about that. Oh, that's, you know what? It's 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 something something to eat, and and they try and make it a little bit healthy. I've had it once or twice. I think it's pretty uh, pretty tasty stuff. The Jed North, that's good. 
Um, I mean, those guys are growing like crazy, and you might have some trouble fitting in some of their sizes, but uh, <laughs> you know, the, the quality is decent, and that's great. So, if anyone wants to sup or supplement sponsor wants to sponsor Nick, it's Nick Augustine's World in, in Instagram. You can jump out and, and talk to him. I'm sure you're uh, you'd welcome something like that. Um, so, talk about the supplementation. How are you with regards to like if you if you don't eat a lot? You know, how do you get everything into you? A big fan of protein powders, creatines, pre-workouts. You, you know, what kind of a budget do you have for things like that? My, um, I, I mean, when it comes to, that, I usually get hooked up by different companies, whatever. Just right. Um, so most of my supplements are sitting in my intra-workout shake. So I'm, I'm okay. the carbs intra-workout. I throw in creatine. Um, um. EAs or like BCAs, and yeah, yeah. so that, that's really it. Like protein powders, I'll, I'll I'll have that for like breakfast if I really don't want to eat. Yeah, yeah. So you're you consider yourself more of a whole food guy? Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't really use it much. You know, if it's if it's there, I'll just kind of toss it in here and there. But other than intra workout, I no, I, I just don't really use it often. I'm not against anything at all. I'm no 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 way. It's just I'd rather eat food than, than have a bunch of powders. And, like, drinking the protein powders all day, it, it hurts your stomach. And Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you, if you check the ingredients on a lot of the protein powders, they all add a digestive enzyme to them. And if you're not careful, they bloat your stomach and whatnot. And ultimately, real food is the most bioavailable out there. And there seems to be a shift in, in, in the society's consumption of these products. I, and I remember, like, I'm older than you, so... 20 years ago, everybody was like, what protein powders can I get my hands on? Yeah. And that tends to have kind of faded away a little bit. Um, do you think that people are more intelligent about how they go about their diets today? Like, cause you're, you're, let's talk about your coach, right? You've got your, your coaching services. Mm-hmm. Do you find that people are more intelligent about how they go about their, their nutrition? No, no, not at all. <laughs> Everyone's doing the same thing. No, not at all. People, I email, they go, Hey Nick, um, I'm starting my off season. What do I take? Right away, I'm like, oh, dude, you got this backwards. Mm. You got this so backwards. It's not about sure, yeah, it plays into it, but it's that's not that's not it. You know, it's not the other stuff you can mess with. It's your food. Get your food on point first, and then those things can follow behind. Right. Right. It's everyone. So just- okay. You don't. Uh, I mean, I think you're right. I think people kind of jump. Uh, early into a lot of things that they shouldn't be jumping early into and don't pay attention to the right things. Um, how have you been able to influence people through your coaching, through your social media and things like that to do things the right way in your social media? Like what, how are you using that to bring value to people? Um, like when it comes to, to nutrition, training, supplementation, anything. Um, honestly, I've just kind of started giving up on people to be honest with you. Um, I I like to I, I try to preach to everybody that nutrition is number one. Right. It's number one. You need the food in order to fuel anything else. Anything else. And I people don't believe me when I tell them that. They're like, no man, come on, there's something that you're doing that, that you're not telling me. I'm like, no, dude, I, this is exactly what I'm doing. You should probably try it and you'll figure it out. Right. But I find the dudes don't listen to it. That's why no. I have coaching men right now the women listen they listen very well like very well i don't really mess with like bikini girls too much because like i personally just it's not something i really care about too much and i don't know what on earth those judges are looking for so i kind of get them in relatively good shape and say go go up there you know i mean at least you're honest right and stick with, with what you know because uh you know, I think there's lots of guys out there, coaches that like to take on, you know, clients that they're probably not suited to coach. Um, I've had experience with coaches that were really good coaching, not really good with guys, you know, and, and one coach almost brought people into metabolic shutdown. They just weren't weren't that, that great at it. Uh, so, you know, it's good that you stick, stick with it. But now you're living in a house there with a, a, a well-chiseled physique right now. Um, so do you coach with Sam or, or does she do her own thing? Uh, she did her off season on her own. And like, I, I, she, she was kind of, well, she was working with someone else. Okay. Doing her thing. You know, that, that's kind of the point where like, I was just kind of doing my thing. She was doing her thing. 
right. I kind of watched your diet that way. And, um, but yeah, no, I, I helped her out with the prep a little bit there. So she, she came in in awesome shape. Awesome. Yeah, shape. absolutely. Awesome shape. So it's like, yeah. I don't take credit. Like people look at me like I need to take credit for any of my clients. I'm like, no, I just told them what to do. Like, sure. I put them in the right direction, but they're the one who had to sit there and suffer it all out. Like, so like, so uh, that's an interesting point you make. So, okay, if, if, if the client is doing the work and the coach is just providing the direction, yeah. um, how much value monetarily do you think should be placed on, on coaches? Do you think, like, uh, you know, if you're just going for a regional show, coaches should sign, you know, regional coaches should be about this. If you're looking to compete on the provincial or national, coaching should cost like this. Do you think we're putting the money in the right places? Yeah, you know, some people, like, I know I know a lot of dudes, actually, that prep themselves, you know, they, I look at them, I'm like, what knowledge can you possibly have? And they really don't know much, but somehow they seem to get into half-decent shape. So, right. that's, so, you know what, you've kind of figured out your body, keep going, don't, keep going, you just keep learning your own, your, yourself. Um, then there's other people, well, most people who don't have a clue what's going on. And right. yeah, you need a coach to put you in the right direction, or you're going to be fat. That's it. You're just going to be fat on stage, and you're going to feel stupid. And who wants to feel that way? Yeah, you know what? And that's funny because that's I'm, I'm in my head about that now. I mean, I'm six months out, so I got lots of time, and I got a coach, and I'm smart enough to do it on my own. But I just want someone to tell me exactly what to do, exactly what to eat, how much yeah. of it, and when. And you know what? So that's, that's, that's what I do. But you know what? I think people need to spend time learning how they react to certain carbs, learning how they react to certain diet plans. You know, do they respond well to high fat? And I think uh, sometimes we can throw our weight in with a coach and then they think that's the only way that works or that's the best way because they're getting some results. Um, so I think you're wise in what you say. You know what? Learn yourself, learn your body, learn how it works. Use coaches uh, wisely. Um, and you know, if Nick Augustine's world is, is coaching, you can use Nick wisely. Um, how else do you find that, uh, you contribute say to the community as a whole, the Ontario community is, is really close knit. Um, uh, do you find you've found a network of, of like-minded individuals that you click with really well and, 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 or are you in the gym, solitary, lone wolf, do your own thing and then get, get home? I don't, I mean, like, I have my friends in the industry, but, like, those are the real people, man. Everyone's so fake, and, like, it's, I can't handle it. Like, I go to expos, I'm like, there's a bunch of groupies here, I'm leaving. I'm like, this is too much. Like, it's not, everyone's there to just kind of be loud and show off and this and that. You got dudes walking around with stringers, I'm like, I'm over it, man, I don't like that. Like, this is, this is too much. But, like, it... <sighs> I, I try to kind of keep my friend groups a little out of the industry a little bit. Okay. Okay. So you're more, um, your, your, your close circle, what you would call your arm's length circle is, is more not into the bodybuilding, not into the fitness world. Um, they're just not competitors. Okay. Okay. But, but active training. So like these days, someone does like a regional show and plays dead last. They think they're, they think they're like God's gift. You know, it's like, no, that's not how it is. And they just feel, they just feel entitled to just almost anything after that. And I don't like that. I'm just not that person, you know, do your show. Like it is what it is. Like, but don't think you're, you're some like special creature walking around now that you stood up on stage and then walked off empty handed, you know? Yeah, you know, there's there's definitely a sense of accomplishment in, in doing the show. You you know, you got to credit people with that. But I mean, how you act and re, and carry yourself is really important. Um, you know, because ultimately, wherever we go, you wherever you go, you're an ambassador for this sport. Yeah. Um, because people are going to look to you and say, "Wow, there's a really big dude. Um, I want to hear what he's got to say." So hopefully, people want to listen and hear what you've got to say here. You've got some interesting opinions, which is great. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm I've learned a lot about you, and I really thought uh, that you were going to tell me that you know you're 5,000 calories a day in the off season, and you're hitting the gym, and so you're one of these genetic people that uh, makes me sad about myself. <laughs> yeah, you know, like the genetics are cool, but it's like I just need to get that that work ethic back. 
You know, yeah. like when before I was competing, I trained like an animal. Oh, we all say that, but you know, I trained a whole lot harder than I do now. Why? Because I right. thought what you had to do. And right. it's just not the case. You know, I realized I can get the same thing, if not more, by doing half the amount. So why am I going to go beat my ass down for the same results as, you know? No, it's absolute wisdom, man. You know what? Why, why work harder than you have to? It's all about having a card to play. And if right now lifting the 20s on bicep curls is making you grow and your, your next card to play is the 25s, well, hold back that card until you need to play it, right? Exactly. It's just like coaching somebody. It's like you have a hand of cards. Don't play your whole hand at once. It doesn't make any sense. Then you screw the Okay. If, if, since you're talking about that and coaching and whatnot, if you were to give someone some advice when they're looking for a coach, uh, what, are, what are a couple of things that you could advise people to look for in a coach? One, you got to have a good bond with whoever it is that you're working with. You know, like I'm yeah. close with any of my athletes. Like I'm going to be there. Mm -hmm. I'm going to I'm going to, if you're fat, I'm going to tell you you're fat. Why? Because it's going to help you in the end. I'm not going to let you go up there like that. And me, I, of all things, I will never let a client go up on stage and if they're not ready. I'll tell you, listen, uh, there's a show in two weeks. We should probably hold out because um, this ain't looking very good. Right? Mm -hmm. I'm not afraid to tell somebody that. And why, yeah, you might look at me like an asshole, but I'm helping you in the end. What am I getting right. out of telling you fat? Nothing. This is to help no, me. No, you're right. And funny enough, the coach I'm with right now, one of the reasons I went with him is because I, I asked about, I was confident whether I could hit the stage or not. And he said, man, he said, I've pulled more people off stage than I've put on stage. Good, and good. you're right. You know, you need a coach that's that dead honest. Do you think coaches um, sometimes kind of oversell uh, someone's progress, like in how they're doing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, you know, they charge, they get a little popular. Um, then they, they bring the rates up. And they pay zero attention to it. Like, you know, like you can't treat your national or your pro level athlete any better than your regional athlete. You can't. Right. You know, you just can't, or else it doesn't look good on you. I understand, okay? If you have two people prepping at once, let's say I have a pro going up the same weekend as a regional competitor. Obviously, my mind's going to be on my pro, right? Because it's different. There's money on the line now, there's this, there's that. But you can't forget about the smaller guy. You can't, you know, they paid, right. they paid you for your time. Give them your time. Right. Right. A hundred percent. You know what? Because that regional guy has got his heart set on or in the hands of that coach just as much as the pro guy does. Definitely. So there might, the coach might stand to lose more if the pro doesn't do well, but you know what? Work ethic alone should make you pay right amount of attention to both athletes. Yeah. So, Okay. Uh, good bond. I think that's absolutely really important. Good honesty. Good uh, sort of almost maybe friends, but not quite. Uh, what else would you have someone look for in a coach? Like if someone is looking at uh, you as a coach, what do you think they should be looking for uh, in order to kind of give you the nod? Honesty. You want someone who's going to be honest with you. Like I'm not going to have a a regional natural athlete come to me and say, "I want to look like Kai Green." And say, "Okay, sure, man. I'll make you look like Kai Green." I'm going to sit there and say, listen, dude, it's not going to happen. You know, there's some things you're going to need to do in order to go that direction. And it's just not going to be possible for you. I'm very, I'm, I'm very honest that way. Say, look, can you do this? I'm sorry, your shape is horrible. You shouldn't do classic. Go down to this, try men's physique. Right? Like, yeah. No, you're right, man. There's two wise pieces of advice. So, so good connection. Someone that's going to give you realistic expectations. And what about, say, track record and things like that? Uh, do you think a coach should uh, sort of prove themselves? You know, here's the athletes that I've worked with and here's how well they've done and all that kind of thing? Yeah, I, I believe you kind of have to have some sort of experience. Um, right. I believe you should. Yeah, there's coaches that have never competed that are great coaches. That's not always the case. I've seen. No, you're right. Compete. Yeah. If you've never done it yourself, how do you know what to tell somebody? Wait, you read in a book? There is no book. It doesn't exist. Everyone's different, and you got to know how to. A, a good coach is not someone who can get you in shape and just go, "Oh, I did everything perfect and it worked out great." Okay, well, what if something goes wrong? Right. Sort of problem solve. That's a good coach. Where you go, oh, I don't know, like. 
okay, we got to figure this one out. Like, I've, I've had traps where I'm looking at someone and they flatten out like minutes backstage, like right before they're going on. You got to know how to get, past, not just send them up. To, oh, you're shredded. Go there. Go. You know, like, no. Like, yeah, you're peeled. Of course you are. You should be. But you got to know how to fix the little problems. And you're going to run into those. And you have to be able to spot them before they're, it's too late. Yeah. And have you had any experiences in your own preps with coaches that way? Like bad preps? Oh, I've had. Oh, yeah. Um, so I've worked with one other coach before this. Um, national level bodybuilder. Um, I'm not even going to call him out just because I, guys, he's just a sad case. Everyone knows who he is. Well known. Keep the name down here. Yeah, exactly. Well known dude. Um, he can get, he can get you in shape. But when it comes to peaking, uh, he botched me, man, like big time. And he wanted to play the diuretic game for way too long. And I faded away. Faded away. I watched my physique just go downhill in minutes. Wow, that's, that's tragic when stuff like that happens, you know. Um, and I think once you start to depend on stuff like on, on drugs or whatnot to to make it happen, you know, if you haven't done, you know, I think you can go into problems really, really quickly. Um, but most of all, uh, you know. It's it's so disappointing when you put your heart, your heart and your and your body in this person's hands and you put in the twelve weeks you put in the fifteen weeks and then at the last minute things kind of fall apart. But it's a valuable lesson learned, right? So how did that make you change your perspective going forward with regards to the coach having that negative experience? Um. So he coached me for my first show. I didn't know anything. I did what I was supposed to do. I went in there. I, I wasn't. I, I was in decent shape for, for my first show. I was in pretty good shape for my first show. Um, I said, okay, whatever. That was my first one. Let, let's do it again. So I did provisionals. And I was much bigger going in. And then here we go, 14 days out, start the diuretics. I said, okay, man, sure. You know what? Maybe we did it wrong last time and it's going to be better. And seven days in, I looked unreal i look crazy and then that's when it hit me i went dude you just peaked <laughs> like it's going downhill yeah. now went down 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 i remember backstage no it wasn't backstage it was in the hotel room i had my girlfriend at the time who knows nothing about bodybuilders she took she's taking my pictures and she went like this i was like oh no she noticed she noticed it i'm like we're screwed and you know what? With those things, when you start messing with, with water and, you know, you're digging a hole and we just dug a hole we couldn't get out of. And I went in there, no abs, because it washed out completely. Right. Because of my height, I can't show up flat. Or the first oh, thing. Oh, yeah. So my legs and my arms, those are two things that I need, you know? Yeah. <laughs> need them full. And it was just bad. Less is more. Please, people, listen to that. No, absolutely wise advice, you know what? Um, and I think, I mean, I want to go to talking about specifically about topics and whatnot, but I think accessibility to certain things has gotten so high today that people assume that it's step one. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, I just got a, oh, but so I, I just got a membership and I came with a bottle of this or that. You know, like, no, man, come on, go put the work in. Like, you, you can't just jump to, enhancements right yeah. away it's not the way to do it like whatever happened to being scared of this stuff like i was terrified first of all i knew nothing about it and when i did kind of yeah. out that oh my oh guys use things to get big and like stupid me over here i was like ah, i don't do that. I, I, it's, it's not for me but, so, uh, but it's funny so bodybuilding as a whole seems to have moved from some sort of subculture to not quite mainstream these days do you find that the competitive field is getting saturated or oversaturated? Um, it's there's a lot of shows, man, and there's a lot of competitors. Yeah, but you know, like when it comes to the national level, nah, they get walked on, man. They they get stepped all over because just because you show up doesn't mean you're competitive. Well, you're right, you know, because you know you can you can come in first or second or third and, and qualify for provincials, but Everybody else that came third is going to be there too, right? So, 
Yeah, it's, you're not going to walk away with it, that's for sure. I'm glad they moved up the places so it's not top five at regional shows going into nationals. They needed to yeah, for sure. that out. They did. Like, I, I, I was looking at a lot of the people in the show. Like, the top guys, like, we all know who they are. They're, they're in shape. Mm-hmm. They've been doing this a while. But then you look at some of the... Um, some of the other people go, why are you here? You placed third in a regional show. You really think you got a shot at this? Like, no. You, I feel if you, if you don't get at least a good second or a first in your class, you have no business stepping on that stage. You're going to get yeah. destroyed. That's it. Unless you've made some considerable improvements, you know. But that's where your honest coach comes in, right? There's, there's been people, yeah. You know, I've had people in my gym where... Um, I would laugh at just one dude. He was always in a sweater and he'd walk around with his hands out. And I'm like, look at this guy. I'd like laugh at him every day. I had no idea what was under there, man. This guy showed up and I went, I got to eat my words now. I'm like, good for you, bro. Like, you did it. But that's not something you see often. Like, the dude, no. something like 30 pounds of muscle in a year and it showed. It really. Wow. That's, that's, a, that's impressive. 30 pounds. That's. that's... He packed it on, man, and I was—I couldn't do nothing but say congrats, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, that's good stuff, you know. Um, I think. Um, so, what do you think of the current state of, of bodybuilding in Ontario today, um, with the number of shows? Do you think there's, excuse me, too many shows? Do you think that the quality of the competitor, where is, is it up? Is it down? So, give me an overall. What's your overall view of the scene today? Um, I, I think the amount of shows are—it's it, awesome. There should there should be more. Um, okay, why is that? Yeah. Would you rather have like fewer well attended shows? Because I mean, we had some problems with the shows last year and the year before that were really kind of poorly attended. Um, and I know they stopped a couple of shows and then they added Regan show. Uh, why would you advocate for more shows? Just try and try to promote promote it more and you know get people competing more. You know, like right. everyone competes once a year. It's like. Okay, I get it. You know, maybe well at the at the the amateur level, I understand that money is a thing, and it's expensive sure. to compete, yeah. right? A, a lot of people can't yeah. afford to compete more than once a year. Um, yeah, absolutely. Can you know? Go, go have fun with it. You're in shape. Go hit two shows. You know, you you, you put all that work in. Just go get it. Go have if fun. There's a, a couple back to back. I think you're right. You know, if you prep for one, if there's a show two weeks later, you might as well do that. Because yeah. um, it doesn't cost too much more other than the registrations and whatnot. Because yeah. Um, yeah, I'm learning now as I'm prepping for my first show that that there's costs that you don't even think of, like yeah. you know, posing suit and tanning and. So what do you what do you think it costs to get to the stage? Uh, and, and I don't want specifics on how much everything costs, but do you think you know say the nationals? How much do you think national prep cost you? A couple of grand, food, everything. I spent a good few thousand on this show, like yeah. easily, easily. When it comes to like, like, like it's like things like a posing. That's that's not much. Like, like she she hooked me up for like sixty bucks. That's nothing, right? But when like the tan, um, when you're doing a two day show, yeah, your tan's not just a couple bucks anymore. You're you're. I think I ended up paying like two hundred something for my tans. Um, oh, a backstage pass for for nationals is two hundred bucks. Okay, like wow. and, well, it's something you need. And the, I, if you're gonna have a coach with you the whole time, you better bring them backstage with you. That's where you need them the most. And and that's on you to pay, right? Exactly. You know, like that's on me. So about so about three thousand bucks to to prep for nationals. You know, because people I, need an idea. It's, it's good information. Well, I lost it there for a second. A good like six k in for sure. Oh, for na- six thousand for nationals. Yeah, everything together. Yeah, I'd say. And did you work right up until like the weekend of the show? No, no, no. I think I pulled out from work about three weeks out. So you lost income for three weeks. Yeah. You don't forget to factor that in. That's I'm coming in that way, right? Like through like my coaching is fine. I can I can I can do that stuff from home, right? So right. finally, it wasn't it wasn't hurting me that bad. I still haven't gone back to work, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm just kind of like doing my own thing. I'm doing more of my coaching now. Um, okay. But yeah, haven't gone back to work since. So kind of enjoying. 
if your parents need an adopted white child? Yeah, uh, we can uh, help you out. <laughs> I don't know. I could. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I think uh, my 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 folks and my wife probably would be very happy about that. But uh, <laughs> yeah. no, you know, it's good that you're able to do what you're doing, right? You know, what? take advantage of the situation that you find yourself in, and use this time to dedicate yourself to your off season. Yeah, I'm not that you need me to lecture you. Yeah. Oh my. But you can tell. I mean, I can see your. I can see in the video here your arms. Like you've jumped up in a huge amount of weight since the show. Um, that must have felt pretty good. Yeah, I, my weight's up. I'm, I'm like, I remember I looked at myself in the mirror. And I'm like, I think I'm bigger. I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm like, I think I'm bigger. Of course, you're more filled out, right? But I'm like, I'm yeah. bigger because I. This is how I knew is I bought a jacket like two weeks out, and it was, it was. I had some room in it. I put it on like three days ago. I'm like, oh, that's not even passing my forearms anymore. Jesus. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, something happened. And like yeah, no. still relative, I'm I'm not like fat, bro. I'm, I'm in I'm rel- I'm in shape still. Like I can turn it. It's, it's all water right now. Like my ankles, because yeah, yeah. I had a photo shoot to go and play with water levels again for, and then so I'm just prolonging the whole period. So I'm still getting hit right. with the my face is all fat still, but it is. Well, what, you know what? It is what it is. You know what? That's, that's some of the, the risks are coming off uh, at a show prep and whatnot, and getting back into life. Yeah, so well, the whole, that's why the reverse diet exists, right? Yeah, the one thing I never follow, that one. <laughs> and so many people don't. Like, I, and I, I, and I was talking to Blake, I said the same thing. You know what? I see thousands of, of Ontario competitors, and I watch them as they prep, and the number one thing they do is hoard crap. So yep. as soon as the show is over, they start eating. Yep. Like, it's like shooting yourself in the foot right away. Like, have your Sunday, eat your crap, and then try and reverse diet. And photographers have been talking to me and saying, you know what, the best thing you can do, people go and have their photo shoots like the day after. All A couple I've spoken to have said, wait a week. And then reverse diet into the photo shoots. And you'll be fuller and bigger looking. Hmm. So, I, that I don't know. That's, I, I'm probably... That's, that's, that's what I had. I had a photo shoot booked. For the next weekend and i was like oh bro, right. like, really this i'm like i told you do it either before or like right after i'm like don't make me wait a week like this is this is stupid because of course i ate saturday night and then all of sunday and then a little bit monday <laughs> and then i had to right, right. and then once again play the diuretic game and i pulled off right. 18 pounds of water holy crap I did that 18 in- Pounds? 18 pounds in a day and a half. I felt terrible because I needed, I couldn't take them. I couldn't hop on a plane. I had to go to uh, where, uh, North Carolina. I, I I knew if I go on a plane, I'm going to land and be just a water buffalo. So, water balloon. Yeah, so I pulled the water hard and um, I, I got it off. I, I was in shape again. I wasn't like contest peeled, but I was there. It was it was good. You know, I, was, I was happy with how I looked. So we're, I haven't seen you submit any of those photos uh, from your photo shoot. When are you going to do that? Yeah, I, I have them coming back here and there. It's like I, I've just been trying to post more like, current stuff. You know, I don't want to be that guy just like, you know, like just still posting only contest photos or like only hotel room photos. Like I have a ton of them. I have some dope pictures. <laughs> like, <laughs> but like I want to, but I'm like, nah. Well, that's, I, that's what you need to do, man. You got to get ready for a show. You take a year's worth of photos yep. and then just spread them out for the whole year. Just hoard but, them. Hey, man, if you get any, send in some of those photo shoot shots. We'd love to get them up there for you. For um, sure. I don't want to waste your whole evening, man. You've been here for an hour, and um, I know you probably got better stuff to do than talk to me. Um, is there anything that you know, you'd want to talk about uh, like, of, of passion or concern in the bodybuilding community? Uh, any message that you had to give? If you had to give one message to an aspiring bodybuilder who's just starting out, what would you what would you say? I tell them to worry about themselves. Stop watching everybody. Stop trying to recreate the wheel. Just uh, stop looking for new things. Stop looking for an easy way out. There is no easy way out. This sucks. If you do it properly, it's terrible. You're not going to be feeling good. Learn that. You need to suffer. If you don't suffer, I'm going to laugh at you on stage because you're not going to look good. There is a select few who don't need to suffer. That's fine. Yeah, there, there is. But for the for your normal person, you better get ready to feel terrible and just so, focus on you. Stop watching everyone eating 
donuts and stuff every week. What is a donut doing for your prep? I'm sorry, that's not a refeed. That it's not doing anything for you. You know, like right. stop watching these cheaters. Like I, I had a female who she'd be like, "Oh, do I get a donut? For why? Why would I give you a donut? What's that doing for you?" So well, I saw this person have donuts. Well, that person's fat. Sorry to tell you. So. What do you want me to do? You want to look like her? Go eat it. Like, I don't care. But, like, don't stop trying to follow everybody and thinking that junk food is cool and this and that. And like, wearing donut socks and donut hats. And you, look, <laughs> you look completely ridiculous. Like, I, I would rock some donut socks. I think I think that would be awesome. But you know what? And there's there's a case to be made for some people who need a quick influx of fast acting carbs, and maybe a donut or a muffin is the way to go. Oh, but you're right. It's individual, right? There is a time and a place. I feel like I'm big on giving the dirty cheats. I rather that. Yeah, I'm not gonna hand you more chicken and rice. I'm sorry. It's not gonna do what I want it to do. I'm gonna no, give you a heavy hit of some food, but. Don't don't count me and tell me. Oh, say what did you have for your cheat last night? Um, I had some ice cream and I had a donut and I had a cupcake. What? I'm like that's not a weird. I'm sorry. Like, how'd you grow up? You come on. Like yeah. everyone thinks that donuts are cool and pizza's cool and booking photo shoots holding pizza. It's like you look ridiculous. You look so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know. I bet you I'd look pretty good if I was in a four shoe holding some pizza. I'd like to hold some pizza right now. Uh, right. Um, but sorry, no, no, no pizza. So stay in, your, stay in your lane. It's hot. I'm about to go eat something after this. I don't know what, but it's going to be something good. I'm going to go have friggin' salmon and lettuce. So you go have your pizza. But for yeah. you guys out there, stay in your lane and prepare to suffer. That's That's the advice that we're getting here better get ready to suffer because that's only going to look good. If you think you're going in there with a smile on your face, you're not in shape. I can stand backstage and everybody can be in sweaters or the stupid little girly robes that everyone likes to prance around. But, um, and I can tell you who's in shape and who's not. Because you have the girls taking photos and laughing and having a good time. These guys jumping around like, oh yeah, you're not in shape, dude. You would not be acting that if you were truly peeled. You're not functioning. You're sitting miserable, miserable. You're not. You're not making me confident about this prep I got coming up, man. You're scaring the crap out of me. Thanks. You're barely even started, man. You got tons of time to get it up. You're good, man. You're good. Oh gosh, yeah, I'm, man. I'm gonna be watching. You know what? I don't mind suffering. So, well, all sure. right. You know what? But if you, I'm gonna do the Grimes Classic in April. So sure. it gives me five, just over five months. So. But if, you, if you're going to be there, man, I'm going to wear one of those robes and donut socks backstage. <laughs> and I'm going to be in shape. So, yeah. yeah, be prepared to watch well, man, story then. <laughs> all right, I will. You know what? The more exposure I can get, the better. Um, go out, man, and enjoy your, your cheat meal, your pizza, whatever you're going to have. Really appreciate you taking the time to, to come on the show. Uh, it's been great talking to you. You're just a, a, a fun and individual to talk to. you got a lot of great things to say, and, and you're funny. Uh, and I, I really appreciated your insights and things like that. Hopefully in the future, maybe you'll come back again when you're getting ready for the NPC North Americans. Definitely, man. I'm going to bring something different there for sure. For sure. Well, we, I can't wait to see what you're going to bring, man. So I'm uh, just going to sign off. We appreciate you being here, and we'll talk to you again real soon. Awesome, buddy. All right. Thanks, man. Take it your source for all that is fitness, Ontario Muscle. Subscribe.